What do you think? Should I wear this uh, skull and the dagger or the hoop and the dagger? Nah, just with a dagger and a bone for your nose. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Uh, this episode, we're going to sit down with uh, Dave Girl. We're talking Thrash Bash. Um, do a lot of recap of last year's Thrash Bash and uh, what to look forward to this year. Kind of hit some duck tech. And uh, that's about it, but uh, it should be a fun event. It is unfortunately overbooked already, so if you missed your spot, I apologize. And we'll probably do a recap at some point once it's uh, in the books. So I hope you guys enjoy it. They're just thrashers, they're all right. Thrashers, that sounds like, like, like vandals or juvenile delinquents. No, no. Troubled you. No, thrashing. It's just an, an aggressive style of skating. You know, we, we thrash. Well, what do you thrash? What do you got? So, Dave, what have you been up to, man? Have you been playing some old school? You've been uh, been any big events yet this year? Anything been happening good? What's the Midwest yeah, like? Right yeah, Kumite was really good. So I went to Kumite uh, this spring, and that was really fun. Um, they had, like, a great great turnout and you know it's nice to see a lot of the midwest people it's really really a nice crowd so yeah that was pretty awesome and then i just been playing on like webcam you know there's no uh no sort of action locally where i live so doing a lot of webcam leagues yeah which ones are you into what do you what uh there's a lot of stuff out there there's x point and all kinds of stuff what are you playing lately i've been been playing the uh, neos online like the new england yeah. league you know that's a pretty fun one you know every month it's kind of different um you know they have like various twists and stuff um but that's it i usually have time for like one league you know i can't play like yeah. some guys can play like a bunch but usually it's just kind of one so that's usually the one that i'll play in if i have time i think i've never done it. i think i'd like it too but it's just it's hard to find time you know how it is but they seem to mix it up i like the variety and mixing things up and all that yeah, it's hard to like schedule all those games though. It's kind of like you're always playing. I played the summer derby too. I guess that's a recent, uh, oh, recent yeah. one. Um, but you know, it's always hard, <laughs> you know, finding the time. People are in different time zones. People don't answer back. You know, most people are pretty good though. But you know, there's always like girls. one or two, and you're just like, why'd you sign up for this, man? Like, it's <laughs> unreachable. And uh, yeah, it's yeah. it's kind of nuts. The, the perils of the webcam magic um but i had a good good derby experience mostly everyone was pretty good this time i didn't do so hot but uh you know it's, it was still pretty fun uh, yeah i mean I, I didn't get to so yeah i've had two bad ones in a row kumite was on my anniversary and then oh. summer derby was right on summer vacation so we had a volleyball tournament in florida and then followed up with uh, Disney or Universal, and I'm like, ask her, there's no way jam every game in like one day or something. Yeah, you know, uh, I just had to bail on it. But um, the good news, the big announcement here in a couple weeks, um, uh, Dave Firth Bard, and he's going to come on here and we're going to try to do like the Spice Files. And I don't know if you ever look, you'd still watch those. Uh, the Beast of the Bay would do the Spice Files and talk oh, about yeah, the spicy that. decks from the different events. So um he's got a whole bunch of them from uh lobster con and from summer derby so i don't know i love i love that stuff so since i missed uh missed out on the summer derby I'm like well let me talk about everyone else's stuff so I, i'm pretty excited about that we're gonna try to do that in a couple of weeks and 
it'll probably be more of a YouTube thing than a podcast, but I don't know. I just release them all. Our That's tens of great. listeners can can figure out how they want to consume our content. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, and yeah, Eric says his, his headset might be completely wiped out, so I don't even know if he's coming back. So we're going to press on anyhow. But uh, for the listeners, we got Dave Gura, right? Did I say that right? Mm-hmm. I'm getting better at it. Yep. Back again this year. He's going to relaunch the uh, the Thrash Bash. and. I don't know, we kicked it around. We like that might have been our favorite event last year. I don't know if it, like we were talking about the stuff we went to. It was definitely a, one of the top ones. That was cool. I mean, I'm glad, glad to hear it, man. Yeah, well, I'm, a, I'm an old skateboarder anyhow, so um, I just uh, you, you get me there right out of the gate <laughs> with the skating theme and and uh, the old thrashing movie. I uh, love all that stuff. I was. Just before this, I was listening to some some of the clips and the highlights to maybe put in for sound clips. Uh, oh, can't yeah. beat it, man. Yeah, in the uh, in the event Discord, I have like a channel. I don't know if you saw it, but it's the whole movie unclips like it from YouTube. Somebody put them on there, so like you know, there's like ten clips that I posted, and you could just watch the entire movie if you've never seen it. So you know, I encourage everyone that signed up this year, like make sure you watch it. clips you... right here. Yeah, yeah, so that's they... how I watched it too. I. Yeah, you just go down through and make like sneak some on in individual segments. <laughs> nice, yeah. I like that. Yeah, you put them in one spot. So now yeah. I have no excuse. I have to watch Thrashing apparently. Yeah, oh, yeah, man. Come yeah, on, you man. can't miss out. <laughs> gotta, I didn't even know understand. what it was until last year. So, wow. It's, I mean, I watched this as much as any other movie. I think. Maybe Gleaming the Cube was up there, but I don't know. It seemed like the poser one. This was like the real one. Like Gleaming the Cube was cheesy or something, if I remember. Yeah, right. no, this was a real one. Like Gleaming the Cube tried to be like a real movie. You know, it had like Christian Slater and there was, you know, like it was like an action plot, you know, with like some cameos. This movie is product of its time. It's far superior, in my opinion. I, I would agree. And, but it's kind of funny. What's his name is Thanos, right? And, uh, when he grew up, he's he's actually Thanos from the uh, Marvel movies. But if you look up his Wikipedia, he, he cuts thrashing out of his credits. He doesn't even <laughs> want to take credit for it. it <laughs> this is brilliant cinema here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I've I've always loved this movie, and I thought it was really exciting. A lot of people liked it. Um, you know, in the event last year, so I'm like, yeah, it's definitely now going to be a recurring theme. So you know, we'll, that will be the tournament. You know, I didn't know if I was going to rotate and try like a different theme for this year, but it's like, no, I can't, I can't not have a thrashing event. It's just too good. I, I would agree hundred um, percent. One of the things I want to do is go through some of the stuff from last year, but give us the details on what's happening this year. I see there's 10 spots left. Uh, I think it's in the same oh, place. Oh no, man we're out we are actually we have a wait list now so a wait list already Jeez. <laughs> yeah yeah okay. i mean it's it's um you know like at this point last year we didn't have nearly as many people and now we have i think over 10 more people than we did total last year i mean so we've capped the event um and there's a wait list of like three no people. longer accepting responses yeah yeah nice. man it's a you got to get it while, while it was hot um You're so there. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be great. And then, you know, we'll have the same venue up at Tippy Canoe. Um, we're going to have food this year. So that'll be kind of sweet is that I haven't decided when during the rounds we'll take a break. But, you know, part of your entry fee gets you like lunch 
there so you know that way you don't have to worry about uh, food you're responsible for your own bar tab though um <laughs> good call yeah yeah um so that'll be kind of neat and then we're also going to have susan van camp uh this year as well doing signatures and altars and stuff she's going to come down from michigan so it's a really really exciting event um uh, yeah so real quick on susan van camp how did you pull that off i mean did you just reach out to her and hoped you would or well, she was at a Kumite this past year, and I talked with Tom, who's kind of become like her business manager. And you know, I just asked him, you know, what if, you know, because she's in, based in Michigan, so it's not terribly far. Um, you know, I know a lot of the other artists are kind of you know on the West Coast or you know other places, but um, you know, I know she's in the Midwest, so it kind of kind of made sense, and it was awesome. You know, I got like some altars done by her at the Kumite and some of my Hymna Torat cards, got some signatures. So yeah, so, yeah it's gonna be great. It's the good hymn too, right? She did the wolf hymn. Oh yeah, that's the Midwest yeah. hymn. That's that's why yeah. that's our event card. Even before I knew she was coming, you know, last year that was our event card too. And if I'm not mistaken, like uh, the Kumite, that was like the first time she had come out in like a long, long time or something, right? I think so. I think so. Event? I think it was like decades. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's what I heard. So this will be like pretty special. For her to come to to thrash bash right it's like you don't get to yeah. see her your people haven't got to see her very often so you know no it'll be bring your cards good. get them altered whatever yeah yeah so there's there'll be a there's like a channel in the uh, discord now that tom has access to where he can kind of post the info regarding that but yeah i mean like so she'll be there for the duration of the event you know, in between rounds. And I wanted it to where people were not going to come just to go to the artist. You know, you hear some about those tournaments where people like sign up and don't play at all. They just want to go. And that's not what we're about. You know, we want some people that are out there to play, have a good time. But then you also got, you know, this kind of cool bonus where there's going to be an amazing artist there who's really nice and does some great stuff. So we have a good list of people. So I know it's going to be, be really good participants. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited, dude. Yeah, I was... I was happy to, to see that. I was like, oh, wow, this is getting serious. I was trying to yeah, I'm like, but, I'm terrible when it comes to like artists and what cards they've done. So I'm trying to think, like, what should I bring to have her? Well, she's got stuff from like, and it looks Arabian, like all Ar Arabian Nights on. You know, she did like Wiley Wolf, I think, uh, Majai Jin, the one where you flip a coin to see if it can attack. That's one of hers. You know, Whirling yeah. Dervish um obviously him to torak a couple homelands stuff there's like some later cards too i don't really know anything after homelands though um it's about where my like she did, card knowledge kind of cuts off it looks like she did a couple of those terrible legends glyphs maybe i'll be the guy yeah. that she, brings those. She, she did she did all of the all the glyphs yeah, yeah. all of them yeah, burning effigy oh come on yeah, i love a burning yeah, blazing, effigy blazing blazing effigy blazing. she did I'm trying to think what else um desert twister that's a common one she did desert yeah twister. desert twister um, one of the hymns. War Cloud, come on, Jason. That's you, man. There you go. Giggity, giggity. These, these are your babies. <laughs> oh, Psychic Purge, too. That's Psychic a, that's a, Purge. Actually, I've always loved that. I don't, I don't know what to think of that art because it's so it's compelling. I don't know. I do love it. That's one of the ones I, I definitely know about the art. Good old Psychic Purge. Yeah, so that's going to be so awesome. Much I, stuff. I wonder if you know we wanted something more elaborate like hey here's 200 bucks to work on hymns would you mail them back to me i'm sure she would do stuff like that right because i, I kind of hate when someone goes there and just monopolizes all their time and like 
this guy just gave Mark Teton $3,000 to work on his soul ring the rest of the day. See you guys, you know? So <laughs> Yeah, I think you got to do a mail-in for something more complex. You can coordinate that with, like, Tom. But I think at the event, it's going to be, like, signatures, um, yeah. some sketches, and then maybe kind of, like, smaller altars. But, yeah, I don't think there's going to be anything where – I think everyone's going to get a chance, you know, to – get in line you know we're not gonna have everybody camping out it's like everyone gets a turn you know you can get back in line after you go through um going between rounds like it seemed to work real well at kumite there wasn't anybody like hogging it and they had like 50 people there too i mean it was a far larger tournament so i think we're gonna be in, in great shape that is awesome well kudos on that good fun good uh, good addition um all right, what about the rules? We're doing the same as uh, EC, right? We're just uh, ripping it. Um, oh yeah, four four strip mine all the way through this. This <laughs> is the this is the Midwest, Brian. We're not we're not playing this one strip mine kind of game. Um, you know, we're not allowing Twiddle Vault to like ruin your day. Um, you know, recall restricted. You know, time vault restricted. So yeah, straight up EC ninety three ninety four rules. You know, play something fast so you can get in the ultra line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't play a lot of four strip and i definitely remember the impact it had i mean it was honestly kind of my favorite a fair amount it was i played a game where the guy literally only played like one card the whole game it was just you know i just <laughs> stripped and destroyed every land he had and he just never got to play one he was kind of mad screwed and i was just like oh oh look you got a land let me regrow the strip mining again <laughs> it was yeah, over it was... but it was wild. I played like a green, black, nether void deck in last year, and yo, four strip mines under nether void was brutal. I ended up I ended up taking second in my own event, which was kind of hilarious. Um, I never win anything, so it was really funny to place that high. Um, but it was, uh, you know, I'm gonna not play the same deck. I'll play something different. I think we had shops that won. Um, what's his name? Uh, Joe Stacko was on a, a shops list. That was like. <laughs> I think it was like triple sleeve. I remember I played him. He was my only <laughs> loss for the tournament. And he goes to like flip his chaos orb. And I thought it was going to like break the table. You know, <laughs> so like, you know, it was, it's like, you're not messing with that thing, buddy. That's one way to do it. That's for sure. I mean, yeah, you know, I want to, I want to kind of run through the decks from last year, just so we can get a feel for uh, the, the possible meta and get you guys thoughts on what, uh, what should be good this year, or maybe what to bring um i kind of glanced oh, through I, it i feel like psychic purge might be strong uh, a lot of discard stuff i saw yeah i think any like four strip you know mono black is always extra viable i always played in the side you know when i play mono black for like the mirror you don't even have any blue mana i just put it in there anyway you know five damage on a discard but i don't know i mean the decks were pretty diverse like you know you're kind of top four was not what you normally expect if you edit out the shops guy you know who won um all the rest like usually you don't see white weenie in the top uh at a lot of stuff but you know it's a lot more viable i think in the four strip environment but there was just like some fun stuff man some people had some wild decks and you brian you had the most hesh deck yeah i was the, that the was, uh, special award i did love that yeah that was that was fun because it's I, I i stress over this stuff i'm like what what is the most <laughs> hesh build and I'm I'm struggling for this year. I can I don't have a I don't have anything lined up. I'm I keep going back and forth and different things and uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's like it's like play, well you, you could do like your... hoops and daggers and you could have like soul <laughs> rings and, and other rings and then like swords and daggers. <laughs> I don't know, that's a it's a deep 
theme for a really bad day. <laughs> you got to play the Erg Raiders you won there. Like, my hope is, like, because we had, like, weird prize cards last year. You know, we didn't just have only for, like, oh, you know, top four. It was, like, you know, Erg Raiders was, like, the most hash. And then we had, like, a first blood card that uh, Kyle Wells won. And it was, uh, like, a bloodlust. And then yeah, I'm trying to think what else. We, we had, like, some, like, random stuff, you know. And my, my hope this year is that people that had come last year we're going to play like some of these weird cards that we gave out, you know, that may or may not be like super viable, but you know, we're like prize worthy. Yes. Oh yeah. There it so, is. Yeah. There's the first. Yeah. Card. I got found them. Yeah. I think it was awesome. First blood. How quick did that, that was just the first to finish their game. Right. Yeah. It was probably a all in aggro. Oh, there you are. There you are winning the most yep. cash card there, Brian. There's an action shot. I know. Um, wow. It's serious. We're in the same shirt today, even just in honor of oh, it. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's nice this report, too. I want to like thank Jaco for hosting this on the uh, EC website, too. It was nice of him to put it up um, just so we can like see all the, everyone could see all the decks and some action photos and stuff. If you want, let's just scroll down through some of these. I want to talk about just random decks. See if we got some stories from last year. Um, this AJ Kelly, he, he came with us. He hadn't played old school in forever. And uh, we proxied him up, up a, uh, it was pretty awesome. It was a, um, oh, an Enchantress deck with a uh, Rabid Wombat. And uh, nice. God, that thing got out of control. Like if when he won, he won so hard. You just would have like a spirit link and the you know the the plus three plus three and uh, it's, it's just you know, this eight eight life linker with vigilance and you just like God I can't do anything like you just win and then I mean he didn't do great on the day but it was a pretty sweet deck and he had a really good time for 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 probably not playing an entire year just pulled out a deck and and built something real quick uh, it was a it was a pretty cool brew I don't know what he did for the day I don't know. Um, see, so he was 19th. He wasn't that far down running rabid wombats. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's pretty random, too. I mean, the one thing about four strip is you can get stripped out, you know, no matter what you're on. <laughs> you know, you could have a, a non-game pretty easily, but you need those answers, though. I mean, because I've been playing a lot of, like, ETL lately, and it's just like, oh, man, I used to get, like, dominated by, like, some 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 of the lands decks that are out there, you know, library and shops. I mean, shops is actually better in four strip, but at least you could, like, answer some other stuff you know try to keep them up copy artifact or something but i mean this this deck really feels on uh andy haggins but yeah we got your typical eight bolt two fireball ball lightning animate dead to bring back the ball lightning and then the abyss to keep the board clean i mean i think this is pretty sweet um and then just two artifacts to kind of float in around the abyss i don't need to I don't think he plays super high. I mean, no, he didn't. Of, I, I like that deck. Yeah. High casting cost, though. I mean, a lot of those things, like Trike is six, Abyss is four, and you got to have a black. Like, you know, I can see, like, you getting kept off your mana base, you know, if you just kind of get stripped out. Because, um, yeah, the top decks were, aside from shops, yeah, it was like White Weenie. I was on Green Black. And I want to say, um, what was Kevin Valentine on? He was, I think, in the top four. He might have had like a five color good stuff sort of sort of deck. I can find him here. Is it by first name? 
Well, here's your deck. I liked your deck. So I was talking about oh, yeah, that thing's pretty sick. But yeah, it was just a super aggro-y. Um, eight elves, a couple of drag growths, pixies, sprites. Yeah, I mean, man, what's your top mana cost, too? Yeah, the, I took the slug out every game. Uh, so my highest was actually the nether voids for four. Um, and that was the highest thing. And I basically just wanted to get that down as soon as possible. I mean, I felt bad. Like in some of the games, I had like a turn two nether void. And it's just like, that's a lock right there. Um, it's hard, hard to come out from that, you know. Pendlehaven's beautiful. You got three of them. So as they strip them away, you just keep bringing another one back out. Yeah, there was like some good good games that I remember. I mean, like I had some pretty competitive matches. You know, there was a lot of a lot of good heat. I had a really good one against a uh, Dan Picard from Lords of the Pit. He was on like a green and white, um, and we were like head to head. And I remember I, I sideboarded in like a sandstorm and I wiped his whole board out. And that's the only way I was able to win because it was like going to be anybody's game. Like he had like lions, you know, Pendlehavens you know, elves and stuff, giant growth. It was, it was a really good deck and it was really fast. And I think he and I were like vying for what would have been like second place. Trying to find him here. I guess it's by first name. Sorry. Yeah, that's I think I'm it is. Like, that's how I, yeah, that's how I did it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He had the cool round. He had a great deck. Yeah. He had a great deck there. Yeah. Green, white. Yeah. Similar low to the ground pendle haven now he's got four swords and a berserk so yeah that could he, be he had, all, he had all those uh first strikers though too and all, like a weenie on weenie match like that's crazy like you know like thunder oh, wolves yeah. is good against a bunch of one ones like so yeah i mean like he's a good player and his deck was really really great how do you stop these what do you side against something these little um Obviously, like, trikes are good. I guess that's why shops comes out and stuff like that. I, I use Sandstorm. That's how I won in game three uh, is I dropped a Sandstorm and I killed like a bunch of his creatures when they attacked um, and wiped his board. Like that was, you know, that was how I was able to get around it. I love that card, Sandstorm. Nobody plays it. It's really good. <laughs> it's a sideboard card, I think, if you're playing green. But What about deserts? Are they even viable, maybe? I don't know because deserts they do the damage first you can only kill like one uh, I like the sandstorm because you can take you can get more than just a one for one you know with it they can try to save one thing with the with the giant growth or something or the pendle haven or what yeah yeah you're probably right Let's see where was, uh, where was the I played uh, what, not Ben Rebel but um uh, Who's the other rebel? Yeah, John. John, yeah. Where's he at? Um, there he is. And we had a really good game, and I, I had locked him out with an Ali from Cairo. And I'm just oh, seeing this, you know, white, green, Armageddon, everything. And he freaking control magics. And I'm like, where did <laughs> where did the control magic come from on the your Urnum Armageddon? Like, what? Who does that? It was so good. And then I couldn't kill my own Ollie, and then he ended up beating me with it. <laughs> and it was the most surprising freaking out of nowhere card. I did not expect it. Just seeing, uh, you know, I guess he splashed blue for as for time walk and and dibs, but I'll be damned if he didn't. Crank out a couple control magics, and 
Yeah, that's good against Ollie. <laughs> Man, spicy Brian, you know, Ellie from Kai. Remember, that was like the you know the best card in like 1994. Everybody wanted that card. It was so expensive, but it wasn't really that playable. <laughs> it wasn't really that playable, I don't think. Um well, you know, yeah, I, I, I that's something I keep toying with is what is the best for Ollie from Cairo deck? Because I mean, you, you really can't die if you could figure it out. Spectral um, Luke, I don't know. <laughs> that's like the combo, you know. Oh, there you go. There's your deck. Yeah, there's um, mine. So yeah, I was kind of, I just went all in as much as I could with Ball Lightnings and the other six three Gen. Uh, just like how how aggro can I get? I guess I did have a, a Sulkanar in there and a Shivan for some high great, end. Great but... picture though. You got like the broken decks in there, you know, like some beer cans. Like that's a really good deck photo. You know, that's a. To me, I saw that. And I was like, that's the most hushed deck before even looking at the the actual cards and, and strategy. Clear win. Yeah, Clear I like winner to set the bar as high as I can, man. But now I don't. Now I'm trying to think. Of what? How do? How do I top it? That's the problem every time, right? So I. You got to start with the Erg Raiders, man. You got to play the most Hesh yeah. reward. At least put it in your sideboard if you're not going to run it in the deck. You know, you got to display that at some point. Oh, yeah. Um, I think it's a, a coveted prize, man. It was. That's awesome, man. I'm, I'm thinking, like, isn't Juggernaut kind of amazing? He's kind of on a skateboard anyhow. So I'm like, what's the best, like, for Juggernaut? I guess he dies to ship, but maybe you keep him around somehow, keep reanimating him. You just I keep swinging the, with the year. The year of the jug is upon us, man. Like yeah. John, John won Kumite with like a shops list that had four juggernauts in it. Right. And yeah. I'm just, I'm just seeing them everywhere. So I think, I think you can't go wrong with jug. It was always a good card. I remember I used to play him in 94. I had, I think like two or three jugs in my main sort of deck. You know, you can get it out fast, maybe get in once or twice. It's worth it. Yeah. It, I mean, it hits hard and you know, if someone's playing a wall ride deck, you just get right through it. So Got that going for you. Jason, you didn't go last year, did you? No, I didn't get to go last year. So I'm looking forward to going this year. Oh, yeah, it's going to be great. We've got, like, a very, like, illustrious uh, list of uh, attendees. Um, but we have people coming from all over. There's even some guys coming from New England. They're going to come all the way from, you know, like, Massachusetts to, to Indiana to play. And I think that's just amazing. Um, so that'll be great. That'll be great. So yeah, we got a lot of different clubs from the Midwest, but then we got some some extra travelers. So do you know this Forrest Walton guy? Because I really want to ask why he had to. I mean, he's got shops, beta duels, <laughs> all this. He had he had to proxy three juggernauts. He just couldn't find those <laughs> in his collection. I just don't think he had them. So I met Forrest through a mutual acquaintance that I was playing with online. Um, and we were just chatting after the game, and he asked me where I live. And I said, oh, I live in South Bend. He goes, oh, my friend lives there. Um, I grew up with him playing Magic, and he lives in South Bend, uh, and that would be for So he's the only other person in the city that I know of that plays old school Magic. Um, and we met through this mutual friend, so I got in touch with him, and he came out to the tournament. He's going to come again this year. So, yeah, I just don't think he had any jugs on hand. So he had to, <laughs> he had to praxium. him. It's just epic. It's like the, the most pimped out, and they just like, oh, yeah, and three juggernauts. Why not? Yeah, I know. Yeah. I love he's got like unlimited power, four shops, but like no, no juggernauts. No juggernauts. Have yeah. that dollar for a couple juggernauts. <laughs> I I do I love and respect anyone that plays shops for good. That's what I consider this like Clockwork Beast. Uh, is that clay statues? That what that one is? Uh, primal yeah. clay. No, that's primal. Or primal clay. clay. That's you get to, it. You get to Sorry, pick yeah. what a creature. Yeah, and there's like a shapeshifter in there. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, that's how totally. you use shops for good. You're not, you're not just jamming shops to just win. Exactly. The, There's no no trikes or suchis in there at all, but he's got like no, this is what, you know, berserk, unstable mutation. That's a fun deck. Like I kinda wish I played against that, but I, I didn't get to face him in the tournament. I think he's missing his Vasuvan doppelganger because if you can drop your doppelganger, copy the clockwork beast, you get the seven plus one counters. And the next turn you can choose to be something else and the seven counters stay on it. So like Next turn, you can choose the the Yoshin Soldier, and he's got seven plus one counters, plus it makes him like an eight three vigilance or whatever. It's pretty, pretty awesome funny. combo. Yeah, I I, I played a whole deck. It, it actually did better than I thought it would. I had uh, Old Man of the Sea, so I could pick up like the seven counter. It also like a Clockwork Avian. So you come out you, when it comes into play the first time, you got to get the counters, and then after that, you can pick whatever. But it, you can make Old Man like a six. Six three and just take anything they had, which is kind of cool. When you pull it off, you're living the freaking magic dream. So uh, I think that's the only thing I would change here is throw in like two doppelgangers just to live the dream. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there was like some some great decks, and then we'll do um, the Friday night meetup again this year, like we did last year. We'll do the uh, seven point singleton. You know, it's a good casual format, but I know a lot of people are into anti, so bring an anti deck if you got one. You could do triple a or if you're you know in the total degeneracy you could bring like 40k i don't know if that many people are going to have anti 40k or not but you know i'm sure sure there will be a few yeah i mean i guess i should uh, legalize i've got so many anti decks but um we kind of play by our own rules down here because we're isolated from the world and we got our own moxes and all that stuff which is a lot of fun um but I don't think other people are going to show up and have them. So, um, but I'll probably, yeah, I, we do a lot of alpha to line. It, it's, it's the best. If you ask me, it's the, the inevitable future. Just kind of, okay. once you get into it, I mean, I have a 40 K deck built almost, and I just can't bring myself to play it. Cause I get the same thrill out of losing a, you know, a $10 city of brass or something as I, and you don't have that super bad feel. I mean, I know, yeah, it's funny that you lost the chaos orb or a workshop or whatever, but there's got to be at some point at night where you're just like, am I living right, right in my life? <laughs> you know, like, yep. So I, the stuff we play with is around like a hundred to two hundred dollars a deck or something like that, and man, it's great. I mean, that's Jason and I will sit around just kind of drink and just jam games all night sometimes just playing the the anti stuff so i'm excited to hear that yeah i i, I don't know what the official default is i guess triple a the guys are playing in texas i guess would probably be a more i think there's it's a, four strip like a few rule sets you know go to um go to eric martin's website that this old deck he has like i think all this anti stuff on there i think he might yeah. even have your guys's rules on there too um, but yeah, bring whatever you want. And then, you know, there's a lot of Ohio guys coming too. So maybe there could be some fallen empires 40, which, um, is actually an amazing format that I look forward to, <laughs> to playing. Um, what's that so, one? Yeah, I don't think I know that one was, yeah, they, they do like a monthly league. It's like 40 cards, but it's only fallen empires and you could use basic lands and you know, they got like prizes and they, you know, have like a Facebook group and stuff. But it's like a lot of guys from Ohio play it. It looks pretty fun. I saw like um, some of the decks and this guy in um, Guildhouse Discord, um, Eckleberry, he made these tokens from like the original like Duelist where they had like all the Fallen Empire tokens and he made them on like cards with like Wyvern backs. 
and he mailed me a set. They were badass. There was oh, like, wow. Like some like thrall tokens, sapperlings, like, you know, all, it, it was cool. So like, I think that would be like a fun thing to play. You could play it for Anti too, if you want, um, you know, or not. But I don't know. Check it out. It looks pretty fun for like, you know, it's an Alpha 40. It's like Fallen Empires 40. You know, the, mo- the most affordable 40 card format. Oh, that is amazing. Yeah. I, I, we played this a little bit of um, the Wizards format, which is what Fallen Empires, Homelands, and I don't know, was it the Dark? I don't know. It's like those, it's like three weird sets like that. That was pretty fun too. I wanted to go back to you. You can't just build these in a vacuum. You got to get everyone excited and have an event. But uh, yeah, that's kind of cool. Right? I got to look up Fallen Empires 40. Yeah, I just randomly yeah. joined the Facebook group for it like a few weeks ago when I was looking at people's decks and posts and stuff like that. It, I mean, it looked pretty cool. So I don't know if Steven got signed up or not. He's a. Um, yeah, Steven's, Steven's funny because he was like, he, he made a career choice. He's going to quit magic for like two years, do all this stuff. Life's going to be great. Three months, maybe two months later. All right, screw that. I'm back. Can I, can I get <laughs> my stuff back? So I had to, I'm trying to gather up everything he gave me and send it all back to him. And it's like, I can, screw this career thing. I need to be playing magic again. So, oh man. I yeah. I don't he, think he, I don't think he signed up. I don't think he, he is uh, registered for the tournament this year. Yeah, he just kind of got back into it like two weeks ago or a week and a half ago. He's like, no, nope, screw that, I'm back. So uh, I did like his build of... So I don't know if you ever berserked a rook egg or not, but I always think that was a cool uh, interaction if you needed to, just to crack the sucker. People say it's a better removal card than an attack card. That's what I yeah. always hear. <laughs> I love four Berserk and some Maze of Is, man. Nothing like Berserk and something in Maze. <laughs> oh, feels good. I also like to Berserk and then juxtapose and give it away because you know it's going to die. Also, yeah, I, I, still, I still don't know what that card does. That's one of those few cards, you know, that has like so much text on it. It's like, you know, I've, I know what Tackle Maggot does because I play that card a lot, but I've never owned a juxtapose. So I've never read it. Real easy. You just exchange the two biggest creatures, and then you exchange the two biggest artifacts. All right. Okay. That's, that's so simple. yeah. You just attack with, I don't know, swing with your shivin, berserk it, and then after combat, you you swap. You give them the shivin that's gonna die. Take their thing. And you give them a soul ring. Take their their nev's disc. They were gonna blow up, and <laughs> their stuff dies, and they're stuck. It's it's a lot of fun when it works. Who's this? Oh, Matt Moss. Yeah, he has those pimped out. Uh, Amy Weber. Yeah, there's, a, there's some great cards in his deck. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't think he's able to make it this year, um, which is a bummer. I really wanted everybody to come back. You know, everyone that, you know, sort of like played last year. If you know, if you like stayed in the Discord, you have a different role. You're in the locals only tab. Um, if you were <laughs> if you were top four, you're in the daggers. Um, so every year it'll just grow if people stay in the uh, the Discord. I haven't come up with a good name for the people that are just joining. You know, I don't know if it's gonna be like straight out of the valley. Who knows? <laughs> it's like they got to see the movie. <laughs> well, that was kind of my only thought. I went to LobsterCon, just I went to LobsterCon, 
and it was cool but i'm like you know i really it's so big i kind of prefer stuff like this where it's a little smaller it's the people i know year after year and you're kind of getting together and maybe just because i didn't know as many but you get you know you get 200 dudes out there you're not going to know as many you're going to lose sight of people throughout the day like i think my jam is these you know 40 50 people get like that's where i like to be 30 to or so and then you just you, you see the regulars you see your friends and you kind of hang hang with them throughout the day and makes for a, a great event yeah it's a good size it's a good size because last year we had like 30 people signed up you know this year we're at like 40 um and it's not going to get bigger than that you know that's that's like a, a good size right there yeah that's probably all that venue can handle right i mean it, it is unless you're going to be like so boxed in i mean i thought the venue was kind of sweet the way we had it set up because you know you can find your table but you also weren't like packed in there like a you know sardine in a can you know there was some breathing room plus we'll have a buffet this year so that'll take up a little bit of space there too to have the the food okay buffet cool yeah but yeah it's and we'll, and we'll see i mean they like they really got me on the venue cost this year. It's like, I think almost not quite triple what it was last year, um, which is a bummer, but it's hard to get a venue in this town, man. I looked at a lot of different options <laughs> and this, you know, this is a cool place too. I mean, like architecturally it's beautiful. You know, it's, it's a, it's an interesting place to have like a magic tournament for sure. Um, oh, it's great. Yeah. Cause it feels like you're going to a castle, you know? Yeah. Just... Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's historical. <laughs> Looking at Joe's winning uh, shop stick. Now, here we go. What? Man, not great on his deck photo skills. Under, he is returning so much to, defend the, to defend the title, though, Brian. And he, I have instructed him to bring back the trophy, uh, the deck that you brought that we all All right. Okay, board. good. Yeah, because that, that will be awarded to this year's winner. Um, so... For those that didn't come last year, Brian brought this old like 80s skateboard deck and like everybody kind of signed it, you know, put their club stickers on it. And it now serves as the official Thrash Bash trophy. So Joe Stacco was presented with the trophy when he won and I've instructed him to bring it back. I, you know, I wrote in the uh, words of the, the pit discord. I was like, if you're not going to come, you got to send it back with somebody, but he's going <laughs> to come. So um, in theory, the, uh, the skateboard trophy should be there. I probably have more will, if we need to. Who will some. take it home? I don't know. It's kind of cool, though, when it's the same one. We'll have everybody sign it again, you know? And then, yeah, it's like the Stanley Cup, man. You just do thing, weird things with it and then post pictures later and stuff. So, But that's the downside of winning this tournament is then you got to, like, get stuck with this piece of wood for a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got more. I don't know if I should bring a last year's tr trophy and give it to him or something like that. Um, I think it's cool to rotate it. I'm sure he'll probably yeah. be happy to be rid of it too. And I don't know. I don't know if he's got to hang it on a wall or if it's like in the in the garage somewhere. Like I don't really know the guy, so no idea. But we could ask him. We could ask. There it is. Yeah. There's. A yeah. It's, uh, it was pretty the sick. Presentation. Though, yeah. Yeah. That thing's in rough shape too. It's perfect. Yeah. No. It's Done very very tricks. very very fitting. I'm gonna see what else I can like... I can come up with. Just imagine if he's like built his entire life around owning that piece of wood right now, and then you're, you're going to take it away from him. It's just the, it's so the pressure. So always going to take it down. There'll be a big sun-stated yeah. spot where it used to be. 
or all of his friends, all of the <laughs> all the girls that he's gotten since he's had this trophy, they're all just gonna ditch him because you know you're not the Thrash Bash winner anymore. It is a major reward. Uh, yeah. It'll be interesting too because we'll have you know about like ten more, twelve more players, so a little bit uh, a little bit more competition. I forget. Did you paint these uh, the top fours and all that? Or yeah, somebody... yeah, I, I did the top four cards. I did the most hash card. And I did like the first blood card and a couple other ones too. Um, and then we had like a sweet, you know, prize pool that people donated, you know, so yeah, if anyone is coming, please bring some prizes or altars, you know, anything you want, put it on the table. We'll, you know, draft them at the end of the tournament. Everyone will still get participation card, you know, I'm working on a stamp right now and then uh, bring a card too that you want stamped and signed, you know, whatever. Cause I always like it when I go to an event where I could use a card, you know, that you get, like it's a card that you would actually play with. So you can, you know, put it in your deck photos and play. So it's fun if you just pick the one you want, bring it, you know, get it signed, get it stamped. Yeah, I keep uh, collecting the Evan hands. You know, so I get a whole bunch of those. It's kind of... I'll bring a squire for the altar table. Oh, come on. Clancy's, Clancy's coming back. Come on, don't bring Clancy again, man. I'm <laughs> disturbed enough by that. I can't get it out of my head some days. <laughs> That is the part about anti. It gets a little degenerative and uh, we get kind of out of control with uh, the penis alters. But I made these deck boxes last year. I'm not going to have time to do any more this year. Put them in the, the oh, Thrash that, and that VHS hit, pieces. So Some people we'll see if anyone's that. actually I think, playing uh, them. I forget who, somebody who chose that, like, was like so excited. Like, I think. You know, that was like the prize he was eyeing on the table, you know, the whole time. Yeah, I remember that because you're like, all right, go grab a prize. He was like right up there early. He just snags that. I'm like, no way. Somebody liked it. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I think there might have been uh, Chad from uh, Ohio. He's like a big fan of the movie. Um, he just like loves the movie a lot. And I think that's what like brought him to the tournament. It's not. So <laughs> yeah, was he the magic. guy that it was? Yeah. He's like, like, I don't really play old school, but I love the movie. We're like, dude, you are the most epic guy here man is i think so i think that was him is yeah i think he might be more of like a middle school player but um yeah he like loves thrashing so he's coming back like he's coming back um so that's gonna be sweet it's gonna be awesome to see a lot of the same same guys and all the new people that signed up it's gonna be awesome too i know a lot of them have played with a lot of the guys that are uh, coming this year too so we're gonna have some some quality individuals there it's gonna be great all right well that sounds cool uh, did uh, time for a couple other little things. Did you did you play any uh, you pre modern guy at all? Do you care about land tax being banned? You ever play pre modern? Dude, I am not a pre modern player, so I've tried twice, and it's just not for me. Uh, like I just like I am like an old school player. I just cannot do pre modern. Um, I tried like a dreadnought build, you know, like won a couple, lost a couple, but it's just like, usually when I play magic, I'm having a great time. Like it's fun. I love my cards. Like I'm playing whenever I play pre-modern, that's literally where I just want to stop playing. Cause it's so boring. It's like, okay, my opponent's going to shuffle for like 20 minutes. You know, <laughs> it's just like, I know like a lot of people like it. I'm not trying to hate on somebody's, you know, nostalgia, but for me, it's not really nostalgic. Like I kind of quit playing like before those sets, came out sure yeah no, um, i i can't then, you know, can't seem to get into it either i mean i guess um 
they ban land tax, which is, I think, good because it, it is tough to play again. It's, I mean, you can, but it's just not fun. It's not, like not a fun experience that they're like, all right, I'm going to not play lands and make them see who can go the longest turns with one land on the board. And I don't know. It's just like, uh, this isn't fun. So I was happy to hear that one away, but so it was actually. So they, so they did ban it? Yeah, it's banned. Yeah, they banned it okay. in pre-modern because. Yeah, I think, um, like, just a couple of days ago they did. Um, oh, yeah. But the vibe is different, too. I mean, because, like, I've played a little bit of middle school, too, and it's almost the same card pool, but it's a totally, I don't know, like, different vibe of, of people that play it. It feels kind of more like the old school kind of scene. You know, people are playing. They're a little more laid back. Some of the pre-modern playing I've seen, it's like they're calling judges. <laughs> they're calling yeah, judges that's in. what I <laughs> saw. Almost like, this they is like, not man. for me, man. I'm out. You know? It's like it's like the competitive like retro format. And that's yeah, I think if you played it, competitively you know? back then and you liked competitive play, you probably like it. You know, it's kind of yeah. a throwback to that. But well, I know there's yeah, like that, some pro yeah. players that like from back in the day uh, that that play pre-modern. And I know I heard there's a guy named like Sam Black. He's been playing Magic forever, and yeah. uh, he's like a big pro guy or whatever. And apparently he. He basically made the statement that was like, if you're playing pre-modern and you're not playing with land tax and uh, scroll uh, racks, no mox, uh, all mox diamonds. diamonds. Yeah, mox diamond, and you're doing it wrong. And yeah, like, he was like winning all these like uh, tournaments. So maybe they finally listened to him and said, yeah, this land tax thing is no good. Yeah, yeah so I mean, not, it, not for me. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I've been, I've been, I've got this giant collection of cards, and I'm slowly going through it to get rid of everything that's not old school. And, like, I'm pulling out all my pre-modern stuff also. But, man, the more and more I I go through it, the more I'm like, I'm just going to sell all this pre-modern shit. I'll never play this. I don't have a good time when I play it. So, yeah, turn it into something useful. You know, you yeah. can turn it into like a Juzam or something, you know, something awesome. <laughs> That's what <laughs> I did. Uh, I, I got rid of the small amount of pre-modern cards I had from when I kind of played a little bit and just like got some better old school stuff for my collection. I feel way more happy about that. Um, so, yeah, well, so I'm just trying to decide. Jason. So I've got a, I got a Chaos Orb in my anti-40k deck and I'm so I've, I actually have an Alpha Chaos Orb. I got an unlimited one, and I got two CEs. Like I don't need all these, and I feel like I should just sell the unlimited one because I'm, I'm probably never gonna bust out the 40k, and then just get something I need. You know, there's certain other cards I'd rather have. It's been sitting in a box here for coming up on two years, and it's still sealed up, and I still haven't got. I'm like, I'm just never gonna play freaking 40k. I think is the reality of it. So. And then I saw that they, uh, Lobster Council made Lost on, um, what was his name from Pennsylvania Lost? His. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that seals the deal. Like, <laughs> I should just yeah. get it out and sell it. Yeah. I think I'm that's at the point in my intense. life where if I'm going to play Magic, I'm going to play old school. And if I want to play something like in between rounds of Magic or something like that, I'm just going to play that Sorcery TCG. It's pretty fun. Yeah, I think it, it's it's kind of wild. I don't know. I, uh, I don't know if you've seen this or not. Day, it's like a it was a Kickstarter game. I don't know. There's been different ones that came out. I've seen but, some like shots of it, but you know, one one card game is enough for me, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it feels more. 
like a game if you would like more like i don't know it, it maybe it's because we're not good at it but it feels more involved it's a little more play time you kind of it feels a, yeah to me it feels very 90s it's just like there's just it's really kind of complicated and like i don't know there's not overly too much text on the cards or anything and i don't know it just kind of has this like old school vibe that i i don't know i kind of dig well they did they did hire all old school artists pretty much to to do the art and they're all like painted like the old style and it's some of the same you know, original artists that did magic cards did it and everything so that's cool i did like the look of it yeah. i guess my problem is hard to hard to play and drink beer with it i think <laughs> There's too many things you can miss or whatever. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff going on. I'm like, oh, I don't know. But it is kind of cool. So we've been dabbling that a little bit. Also, I don't know if I'll have it ready. We've been uh, working on, I've been, I made a Chaos Orb game, like kind of with the concept of dexterity and flipping to kind of warm up your Chaos Orb flips before a game. And I made it, I don't know, four or five years ago, and it's it just sucked. I couldn't. It's too complicated, you know, when you make a game, there's too much complexity, it wouldn't work out. And then I was in vacation, I'm standing there at Disney in lines for hours and hours, just zoning out, and I'm not at work, and I'm like, I think I figured it out. So I think I kind of solved how to make the game, and we've been dabbling with it, Eric and I have been screwing out at work, and I'm like, all right, I need to try to get it, get a prototype printed and take it to Thrash Bash, because we got some randoms to, to just try it out and see how it goes, so. Yeah, bring it up, man. I'm the worst flipper there is. Like, I, I don't know. No, what I said. no, you're not. No, no you're you're not. Not. you haven't seen this guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm always nope. my game doesn't doesn't go to flips. I can hit them sometimes, but, um, you know, maybe. Can yeah, you maybe at least make it on the bit. table? Yeah, I can, I can, <laughs> okay. I can, I, well, I, then I can you get win. some hits. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, he's pretty bad. I didn't realize that. And we started playtesting with this guy. I'm like, wow, all right, we got one end of the spectrum. <laughs> and then Eric can hit 200 straight, you know. So we got the two together. But anyhow, it's been fun. So we're using uh, all AI art and just kind of, I mean, cranking it out fast, like, you know, 30 cards a day. And we're just whipping post-it notes out as we play and making cards. It's been fun. So that got, I'm trying to make a quick. Jason. You got two months to practice your flips yeah no I, I think i'm i think i'm solidly uh settled in being the worst at it so we're not going to practice we'll just continue to flip the chaos orbs so terribly they just end up in another dimension all right well guys i got to jam out but thanks for uh for having me on the pod uh, absolutely man well we're gonna test out the last seats but you already did how much, the last thing, charity, are we doing a charity this year? Yeah, we're going to do a Cultivate Food again, which is a local charity here in South Bend that uh, provides, um, like they have a backpack program where they provide lunch to kids that pretty much wouldn't eat uh, from the end of school on Friday till they go back on Monday. Oh, that's uh, so awesome. it's the same charity that we played for last year. We're going to play for them again this year and donate all proceeds of the event uh, to Cultivate. What, what did we do last year? We got to beat it this year. We got more people. I mean, we should be. Able oh, to do you it. better donate. It's costing more this year because they, they jacked up that room fee. So I think last year we had like, it was like over 700 bucks uh, that we donated. So nice. this year, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what we're going to do after the venue costs. But, it, you know, feel free to donate more than the 45. That is the registration fee. Anything you give will go straight to the charity after I settle up with the venue man. Okay. 
Sounds good. Yeah, I don't know if we can gather up any grapple stuff or whatever. I don't know. We'll see. We've got two months. We had yeah, we figure this out. We appreciate all charitable contributions, and I know they did. Like, because I was I was at work like earlier um, after the tournament last year, and I get a phone call. It's like a local number, so I answer it, and it's the guy from the charity, and they're like, "This is a huge donation. Like, thank you so much." And he's like, "Like, what was the event?" I'm trying to like explain it to him, and like, you know, no idea. He has no idea. So, what do you what do you mean? Like, it's a card game. You know, it's a bunch of like middle aged men. We're playing it, and. You know, we used to play it when we were younger, but we raised this money for charity. <laughs> He's like, please think of us next year. And I said, all right, I will. You know, I'm, I'm glad that we probably made a difference, you know, for some kids out there and, and stuff. But yeah, they were very appreciative. The charity was very appreciative. Yeah, I got the same phone call. I was actually, I just hired a guy. It was like his first week and I'm driving in the car and I answer, you know, on the speaker. And because I didn't give the money to you, I just donated direct. I think I screwed it up. But so since I was a direct donator, he was reaching out to, you know, kind of ask me how I heard about it and all this. And I'm trying to explain it. And, you know, this guy doesn't know who I am. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's a little charity function we do, you know, <laughs> like some big yeah. deal. <laughs> but yeah, oh, he yeah. called me. He said, all right, well, that's great. I hope, to, hope you do it again. So yeah, they were, they were great. I mean, very polite and actually didn't like spam me nonstop either. I was like, oh, I do a call constantly. And they didn't. They were really cool. So. All right, great, man. All right. Let's see if we can dig up some charity raffles or some calendars or something. All right, man. Well, thanks, guys. I'll see you in September. Uh, you know, bring, bring it. Bring the heat. You know, I'm going to play something gnarly for sure. I don't know quite what, but I got some ideas. So um, let's see. Brian, maybe you could be the two-time Hessian. I don't know. We'll see. It's going to be tough, man, but I, I'm going to try. I got All right. It's it's a heavy burden, though, I got to admit. <laughs> All right, dudes. I'll see you later. Have a good night. All right. All see right, you, Dave. Take it easy. All right. Bye. Oh, good dude. Yeah, so, I'm really looking forward to the event. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it sounds like you got in under the, under the cap, too, which is nice. You can now yeah, sell your yeah. seat to someone for some profit, you know? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Slave to value. <laughs> Always be dealing. Hey, before no. we wrap, I, I've been trying to brainstorm something and, and tell me if I'm if I'm crazy or not. But um, Island Sanctuary, I always see it with like you know, with Howling Mine, obviously. You can skip to draw one and keep the other one. Yeah, and you can you can splash a relic barrier to turn your opponent off on it. Why don't you just run that in shops, or is that just too slow? Not what shops wants to do, but God, it feels devastating to just kind of splash. I mean, it's a white and one, so it's pretty easy to throw it in there. And if you get the, you know, if you already a lot of the shops decks already run Howling Mine and Relic Barrier, but isn't that kind of a devastating? Like, what the hell do you do? You don't even have islands in your deck because you're probably on colorless and white or something like that. Yeah, I mean, the island walk part. I mean, what the hell has island walk anyway? So it doesn't really matter. <laughs> um, I guess you probably could risk it, maybe splash some. Uh... But and the other thing is, is they can't attack you. You can still attack. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, so I mean, you could still be swinging with sushis and stuff, you know? 
Maybe there's just yeah. not enough spots for it. But I don't know. I don't see that combo very often. And I'm just like, why not? Like, why not? This is obviously not Hesh or aggro or, or skate thrashing. But I've been, on, I've been on two of these random combos. Yeah, I just wonder if it's got something to do with, right, so you're, you're I mean, Shops is already a really good deck. So what do you take out? For island sanctuaries. Freaking uh, Tetravis that sucks, man. I mean, yeah, that's true. I hate that stupid Tetravis. I hate those damn things, man. I don't know, maybe uh, you just don't need the defensive, but you know, it'd be more of like a, uh, you know, probably four icy manipulator deck, you know, a little more controlly. Uh, just, you know, and then you have a, I don't know. It just seems like a good opportunity. Might try something with it. Yeah, I mean, I like Island Sanctuary. I think, uh, you know, you look at Island Sanctuary and it's 50 cents, and then you look at Moat and it's, you know, thousand bucks or whatever it is. Um, I mean, Island Sanctuary is perfectly fine. Yeah, you just don't see it very often. Just nope. real rarely someone splashes it in. I don't know. I kind of want to. And the other I thing mean, that's been stuck it. in my head is. Arborea and Time Vault. Now this is this is right up your alley. So okay, you you take a turn and then you play all your crap on the turn that you your extra turn, right? And then you know on the turn you untap it. So then when you every fourth turn you do nothing, then your opponent takes two turns. Then you take two turns, right? But your first turn, you can play your step, and then the second, you after you take your time vault turn, the only thing you do on that turn is untap your time vault, and then no one can attack you because you didn't do anything for a turn. So every hold on, it's uh, I know it's complicated, and I think I tried to play it once, and I like it was I drank too much to play it right, and I just quit. But I still think there's something here. So our board is out. You play time vault. Let's say, all right, just say you untap it right there. So now your opponent takes two turns, they can attack you. Next turn, you play your lands, do all your shit, tap the time vault, take an extra turn. On your extra turn, the only thing you do is untap your time vault and millstone or whatever you want, and then they can't attack you. Then it comes back around, and you, now you can take your turn, you play your lands, untap your time vault, give them a turn. It's every fourth turn you you could play your stuff. Like you take two, they take two, but you can only play on one of your two turns. Yeah, you could only play on your first. On your first. On your first turn, and then play nothing on your next turn. And then on that's the, the turn vault. that you untap the time vault because you're not you're not playing an ability. Right. So on on the turn you're doing nothing. All you're doing is untapping time vault and giving your opponent two turns. Yeah. And that's two turns they can't attack you. And then you're going to take your two, so you're going to do all your stuff. Crack the time vault, take an extra turn. The turn you don't use, you untap the vault. It's hmm. it's slow, but if you're running like millstone, you can keep milling between there. Uh, you can make tokens. You could uh, you know, have a breeding pit or something, just cranking out stuff every turn. You got to have something to do on those those downside turns. Well, I mean, this makes me wonder, 
I mean, maybe it's stupid, but I wonder if. So, like in that land destruction deck that I've got, I'm already running time vaults. Yeah. If you if you've got their lands destroyed, then and they can't attack you. You're still net even on turns, though. So you're still getting two turns. They're getting two turns. So they're they're drawn into their lands again. I don't I don't think it really works with land destruction that well. Right, but but yeah, they're drawing into their lands, and maybe they can play some creatures or something like that. But then, on that first turn, you just destroy a bunch of lands, take an extra turn, and then do nothing. I I don't know. I think you're net even on turns with land destructions. I don't know that that does it, but it feels more like a millstone because you can be milling every turn. Right, right. And God forbid you have two millstones, and then you you know you're just milling for four, and they can't attack you, and milling for four, and they can't you know. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. That's as far as I've gotten on either deck. And neither one of them's good for Thrash Bash because those are the slowest, boringest, <laughs> grindiest freaking, uh, you know, throwing in with some spoilings. So let's see. So what's better, Millstone or just some like Rod of Ruins? Yeah, just yeah, keep beating them down. Yeah, just, just paying them to death. I don't know. I think Arborea is a good card. I like Arborea. It blows up the Abyss and stuff. I mean, it is an enchant world. Yeah, that's true. A weird card. I don't know. But yeah, I just thought that might be a way to abuse it. Because you get it out, and sort of, you're sort of stuck. You can't do crap. But with the Time Vault, every other turn, you, you kind of could. You could have a full turn to do whatever the hell you wanted. Get that extra one, the extra one you just can't do anything on. But you still get yeah. to draw, you still get to play instance. I mean, you can run and burn. I don't know, does that stall you out long enough you can just burn somebody out? Mm. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I don't know, I kind of feel in burn. You're, by the time you get the this Arborea... Tom yeah, it's not really what Burn wants to do. It's like I kind of just wish these two cards were lightning bolts. Yeah, <laughs> this is probably true. Yeah, I, I, well, all right. Thanks for not helping me because that's that's kind of where I'm stuck. I don't. I, it's a shell that I can't figure out what goes in it, but it's probably something. Yeah, I mean, I agree. It's probably something. Just don't know what. <laughs> Well, I don't yeah. know, maybe you just run it green and you just freaking attack the hell out of them every other turn. And then they can't do anything to you. I mean, you got them locked out at that point. They get two turns, but they can't attack you on any of those. And you get to attack them on one of yours. Yeah. He's you running mean, like killer it. bees. Yeah, I mean, I like it with like, uh, what's the dude? Uh, Master of the Hunt? Oh, yeah. Just keep making, making wolves, just... banding wolves. Yeah, you just keep making banding wolves at the end of their turn. And then on your turn, you're not doing anything. Well, you can you make them. Throw. So uh, if you don't cast a spell or put a creature into a play, and I think the... Um, yeah, it says I'll put a... 
Yeah, if you put a non-token permanent, so you, you can put, put a, a you can put a token. Okay, so yeah, it doesn't matter then. You just so you could do serpent generator, or you could do uh, master of the hunt tokens. Yeah, the hive. Well, I, I was thinking uh, just uh, uh, the the black one that makes the zero one dudes. Um, oh, breeding pit? breeding pit. Is that what it's called? Breeding pit. Yeah, breeding pit makes zero ones. Yeah, so if you have that out, just kind of chilling. Doesn't work. And uh, in a bad mood, at a certain point, you can just go to town on them. Yeah. Man, this is this is high tech content for anybody that's stuck around this long. Yeah, I mean, there's quite a few cards that uh, let you just make a bunch of little tokens. So. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. I think I think cards like uh, Master of the Hunt and the Hive and Serpent Generator and that kind of stuff is a little bit better just because it's their artifacts, so you can kind of stick with the green. Yeah, I've always won. Never won with uh, poison tokens. Oh, that's true too. Serpent generators, poison tokens. Yeah, and I've always wanted to win with <laughs> with poison. Build it many times. <laughs> it's just so much freaking work. Six to cast it, four to activate, and you get a one-one. And then he's running freaking sandstorm. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I don't know. Look at that art. That is some next level art, dude. Yeah. Pouring lava into a meat grinder and it's making snakes. Yep. I wish. That's some shit right there. It's a dark mind. I love that guy. Yeah, it looks like a pool pump. Just shitting <laughs> out snakes. <laughs> it's, it's overheating. <laughs> <laughs> Need to get that sucker, uh, get that maintenance straight away. Yeah, somebody needs to come look at that. But. Yeah, no, Arborea. Time oh. Vault Serpent Generator. Yeah. Could be a thing. Arborea insects. Oh, wait. <laughs> snakes are Snakes, insects. yeah, just snakes. <laughs> I mean, you go in and make the hive. I guess the hive, they're flying, aren't they? Yeah, but they're, they're, it's expensive. It's like, really, the hive's really expensive. I've definitely lost to the hive before. It's very humiliating. Five to make a one one. It's the end of their turn. They just spend five, make a one one. Counter the shit out of you over and over. Make a one one. Yeah, it's Ooh. uh it's uh it doesn't the hive doesn't tap though. I didn't realize that. It does. It's a uh, it's a mono oh, artifact, so oh, you can only use it once. Okay, never mind. Sorry. I was getting ready to say. Power artifact, basalt monolith, shit out a million mosquitoes. But oh man, nope. yeah, there nope. Yeah, that old mono artifact. They almost Get had every it. Time. Get you every time. All right, man. Well, I think that's good. Let's uh, wrap it up. I don't know. To see um, two weeks. I don't know if I'm going to get on here and talk spice file decks or not. And we'll, hopefully, Eric will get a headset by then. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, why not? I'll probably I'll probably be on here for it. I don't have anything else to do other than sort through all these stupid ass <laughs> magic cards. So why don't you build a badass cube? You got all these cards, man. Why don't you? I was cube thinking about it. Well, so nobody wants to cube with like cons of Tarkir. So I, just, I don't even pick the cool ones. I don't know. Do a, like, like, like a what? holly. Like what is the cool one? I don't know. Big ass dragons and stuff. I don't know. I don't mind doing that. I, I, I like it better drafting it than I do like commander in it because I don't know what the hell I'm doing and somebody's tuned it and they've been studying the dragon deck for six years or whatever or ninjas or whatever the hell the new thing I don't know that shit but when you just start ripping it from a pack I'll play the hell out of it I don't know I I, I do get kind of excited about like the the vintage cube and all that. it's got all those cool cards or yeah I don't I know mean, that, that, all that stuff's great but I don't know I'd kind of just like to sell it I'm, I'm tired of looking at all this shit and um, I don't know. I just kind of want. I'd, I'd much rather have those binders that I bought full of like a playset of old school than to have a cube that nobody ever wants to play full of or the spark. So. Yeah. Now that I hear it out loud, you're 100 percent on that one. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I know you guys want to go. You want to play the War of the Spark Cube? Went, oh guys, man, look at the time! Yeah, you guys want to? Who wants to play Throne of Eldraine? It's like, not it. Yeah, you, there's some gate crash in there. Like, no, I gotta get that out yeah. of here. Who likes Oko? Oh, nobody. I wonder nobody. somewhere. I wonder if I even own it. At one point, Eric and I, we went to the the, the store. Man, man, there's probably good shit in there. And I just went to the like the the dollar binder and they had like buy five get two, and I dropped like fifty bucks and just built a cube on all this old shitty like overcosted stuff. And we made a cube. I think it's still around. That would be fun to play that thing once because it was it was ridiculous. The counter spells yeah. cost like six, but you could like then play a creature from your hand, and it was just all it was just nothing good. It was just like the garbage garbage rare cube and uh it's kind of fun i mean depending on uh depending on how long ago that was i mean commander did a lot to a lot of these yeah. old stupid cards so <laughs> you could be sitting on a gold mine. i don't know i doubt it but yeah you never know yeah, you never know be but, sitting on a 20 i don't know i need to see if that thing's around i'm sure we've skimmed through it a few times and, and picked anything that was worth out of but it, I don't know, I haven't seen that thing in five years at least. Yeah, I gotta yeah, see where so, that's at. So so far I've come I've finished my white binder. I've almost finished my blue binder. And I'm really liking how everything's turning out and reorganizing all of my old school cards. So it's a lot of work, but I think by the end of it it's gonna be worth it. It's gonna look real sweet. I'm excited for you. Yeah. You get your Doubleton deck built? Um, I have it uh I have it built, but I don't have it built, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, you like, got the list. I have the list. Uh, yeah, I have the list. I just have not gone through and put it all together. And 
I still need to, I don't know. I was, I was looking through my cards a couple days ago with, for Doubleton and then also for Kumite or not Kumite, but for Thrash Bash coming up and I need to, I need to purchase some things. So I'll be going on a little bit of a buying spree here soon. You better get on it. Yeah. Ben was looking up all the, uh, the double cost spells that you could play with Phyrexian mana. Yep. I saw him link all that. I mean, black obviously. Black's got so much good double him order. Stuff. Black knight. I think black is Kumba, which is uh, black or... might have the most of all the colors for this. Yeah, even what Eric was saying, yeah, because you could do a vassal throw, and then just get two more on your next turn and just play something huge, like super quick. Yeah, but you only get two of anything, so you got that. Yeah, there's just, there's so much, like, I mean. Blue is super strong, though, because, I mean, honestly, Boomerang um, is pretty handy in a clutch spot when you can just free it. You know, Counterspell, Mana Drain. I don't know. Somebody is the Transmute Artifact, you're doing a combo thing, might be cool. Yeah, Blue's got some stuff, but I mean the I don't know, I guess having access to three three counter type spells for free is real good. Green looks a little light, not even me. Green's kinda meh. I think Whirling Dervish is probably the best out of the bunch. Yeah, and no, there was the question of do you just jam Dervish in every sideboard and just pay the four life against black? <laughs> I mean, I think I think, I think you do because everyone's like we just said black's pretty strong. So, um, I mean, I kind of think you just jam dervish in everything. Yeah, it's worth four life in the right setup, man. Yeah. Um, red. I mean, fork. Fork. That's it. God, he would be a desperate man to pay four life for a giant strength. Yeah, or it's like I'm gonna play Power Surge, and on t turn one Power Surge and already be four life down. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably only two. Now, White, uh, I think that's probably where Eric's going to go. And this has got some strong White Knights, Order. Eh, it's got yeah. a few things. It's got, it's got it, like, where's Crusade? He might, why am I not, oh, because maybe it's... They won't, yeah, they won't bring up Crusade. Yeah, because that one's kind of devastating. You just drop a a small creature, and then you pay pay for your order, drop a crusade, play a lifelink. You're just back at it, man. Yeah, maybe blessings good because you'll be hmm. able to play a blessing on something, but then you're not spending the mana on the blessing, so you'll still have access to pump it like immediately i don't know i mean he could run just a red burn deck and and, <laughs> and shaharazard yeah i mean that's just ballsy but it's just paying the life going for it so that's the uh, thing it'll be interesting format. yeah that's the thing with this format i've been thinking about is because you're only limited to two cards i mean we'll see how it plays out right yeah 
Since it's, you're only limited to two cards in the deck, then it's going to increase the the variance. variance. Yeah. Yeah. And so when you increase the variance, then you just need to make sure that the cards you play with, like on their own, are bangers. So things like things like enchantments that go on creatures like go down a lot because now you have to have the creature and the enchantment, right? So, right. I don't know. I, and here, this is coming from the guy that wants to play a combo deck. <laughs> it's not going <laughs> to work at all. But uh, I don't know. It, it'll be interesting to see what does good. Because didn't, didn't you do this before? I wasn't able to make it to the first. Well, we didn't do the Prexian mana thing. Right, right. It was it was on 2-22-2022, something like that. So and that was the day of the doubleton. Now, what if you played Word of Command and made them pay the Prexian mana? The player can activate mana abilities as if they were from... Well, I guess you wouldn't force them to pay the Phyrexian. Yeah, they, they would just they could, they could always just tap. That'd be in the, that'd be living the freaking magic dream. Yeah. So, <laughs> your so hand. what uh, do we do? We remember what did good in the first Doubleton thing? No, I wasn't there. No I have no. no it was actually we we had it we added with scryings. Oh, so okay. it was. It was a completely different so setup. Different. So yeah, we had no Phyrexian mana. I don't think we limited the uh, restricted cards to one of each. So it was a whole different setup. So this is but this is we're we're forging new ground here. So this is very new ground. Fun. Yes. Yeah. So this is yeah. going to be cool to see how it turns out. Yeah, I mean, actually the. The deck I built, which is doing really bad, I only played a couple games, but I lost every one. Didn't have hardly any of the double uh, Prexian mana stuff, and yeah, man, That's, what a pile! I was, I was thinking, I was thinking about that. I was like, maybe the correct play is just to play like some green red mid range pile with just a bunch of fatty creatures and. Just lifelink the hell out of everything, gain life back. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be yeah. interesting. Well, I'm trying for a spice prize, and it's it's hard to do, man. But I, I love I love building the deck. Honestly, it's great because you get so many cards. Because you always fill up your deck really quick. When you have two of each, it's like, is this for real? I got more spots and even more mm -hmm. and even more. Yeah, and, and no uh, and no power and no restricted cards. So yep. you know. You got yep. freaking fourteen or something different card choices to make. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. I think maybe you know maybe I'll change up my my strategy. Maybe I'll just build some mid range pile of shit that that's fun to play. But this is like maybe the only format that you can actually. You play a white deck with healing salve and. Um, whatever the elixir is to gain life and then just all the off-color double shit just forks counter spells dervishes and just run mono white 
<laughs> yeah, that's true. Just uh, anything for anything with life gain, you know, spirit links and and healing salve, they just go all in, just freaking yep. dervish. Like, Losing your swords. Not deck. It would just be amazing. I did think also it'd be kind of cool to just see who could make the most of twos, like two power, two toughness, two cost. The whole deck, just everything. Just how many twos will be in there? Maybe that should be a prize. Hey, that would like, be where giant strength comes into play. Well, Anka Mishra is pretty solid because it costs two and it does two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, you could see who could maximize the twos uh, to the ultimate ability. I'm I'm excited for it. That's a week from this Saturday, so that should be a good. Time. Yeah, yeah, it's coming. It's coming up, so that'll be fun. Yeah, I need to put something together. I think I think I've kind of talked myself out in the last five minutes of the deck that I've been planning for the past month. So I'm not yeah, I feel like that's just not going to go that well. Yeah. No, it's. This, it's the variance not. is so off the chart when you only get two of anything, and you don't have. I mean, I guess you could choose ancestral as your one one of your cards or whatever, but. Yeah, that's what it was going to be. That was going to be one of my cards. One Ancestral of my cards and Brain Geyser, I guess, or something would be the two. Or I don't know. Yeah, but. I can't remember what the other one was. But, like, the whole deck was just drawing cards. I was going to be playing with, like, bazaars so that you could just, like, filter through your deck to try to get to the combo as fast as possible. But yeah. I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, maybe that, A, it's probably not going to do very good, and B, even if it does do good, it's not going to be very fun. So, <laughs> right, yeah. Just, yeah you can do all this stuff to go off once yeah. in the day. This would be uh, yeah. underwhelming. Yeah. yeah. So I think I'm just going to play. Yeah, I'm going to play something different. I got four Berserks here, so I'll just play with those. Well, two Berserks, I guess. I don't know. I'll just play yeah, with two Berserks, green. yeah. Yeah, I'll just yes. play like green-red bullshit. Be able to all use right. all those uh use all those cards. I'll play green, red, black, and I'll play all those cards that C Steven sold me. <laughs> Just... <laughs> yeah, I'm trying uh, to find all his stuff now. I'll give it back to him. I got it all over the place, and uh, he's like, "Where you get?" I'm like, "Ah, shit! Yeah, I, I kept them. I knew I kept them. So I'd, I'd put like a." Stack. I I stuck them all over the place. I mean, you can't just give once some something. Like, once something like kind of even halfway merges in the collection, it's like no holds barred. There, you don't know where. Yeah, because I think I yeah, I got this one binder of just like all the sign shit from events and everything, and all these random things. And he's like, "You got those sign cards from the events?" I'm like, "Oh fuck, I think they're in my." You're gonna have to pick them out, dude, because I don't remember which ones are which. So I just yeah. He sent me he sent me some signed stuff that you know I didn't I didn't pay for him I didn't ask for him some of them are pretty cool like uh, there's a oh that's a good altered, hippie yeah hippie altered elf I mean there's some cool stuff in there I'll give all that stuff back to him yeah yeah I, I didn't even plan to keep most of them. But uh, yeah, I mean, I just kind of stuck him around. I'm like, he'll be back. Come on, where's he gonna go? We, luckily, we were right, so happy yep. to have him back. Yep, so anyway, all right, all let's right. call it another banger, another banger, man. Oh, yeah.
All right. We'll see you.